Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to DSC's Campfires with Larry Wysoon. The unique blend of hunting, conservation, and the outdoor lifestyle. Delivered in an entertaining, informative fashion that only a veteran outdoorsman can do. DSC Campfires is brought to you by... DSC, Conservation, Education, and Hunter Advocacy. Hornady, Accurate, Deadly, Dependable. Trigicon, Brilliant Aiming Solutions. Ruger, Rugged, Reliable Firearms. Burnham Brothers Game Calls, Calling as Calls Made. Double Nickel Taxidermy, Where Hunting Memories Are Preserved. Taurus, Maker of the Raging Hunter and Other Fine Handguns. Now here's your host, Larry Wysoon. The very happiest of New Year's to you. Hopefully 2022 is going to be your best year ever. David Fox, thank you for all the excellent work that you've done in producing the podcast this past year. And really looking forward to working with you more this coming year. And hopefully you folks will enjoy some of the efforts that David does for us as well, too. Going to start the new year off while I'm at the DSC convention, the 40th annual convention, 6th through 9th of January. Hopefully you can still get there. But while I'm there, we're going to take an opportunity to do a short fishing podcast, if you will, with Captain Seth with Foulmouth down at Corpus Christi on a fishing trip I did earlier this, this past year. Hopefully you enjoy and hopefully you'll have an absolutely fabulous new year in 2022. Welcome to our DSC's Campfires. David Fox, thank you for the absolutely fabulous introduction. And you know what? Our campfire this morning, a little bit on the watery side <laughs> compared to terrestrial side. Happened to come down to uh, Port Arandas to, to try to get away from things for just a little bit right before we get really serious about all of our deer hunts coming up here in the very near future and, and some of that we've already done. But came down here, spent a little time with my wife and had a call from a friend of mine, Blake Barnett. And Blake said, he says, I've got a fishing captain down there you'd need to hook up with he said let me give you give him a call and see if he can take you out while you're down there and 
So Blake called doctor, uh, doctor, he's a fish doctor as far as I'm concerned, but it's Captain Seth Holbert. Seth, you run an operation called, what do you call it? Foul Mouth Outdoors. Foul Mouth, and that's with a F-O-W-L. F-O-W-L. <laughs> I kind of like it. You must like to duck hunt a little bit as well, too. I love duck hunting. <laughs> well, we came down here. You, you've been fishing this area of, of Texas for a long time now. Yes, sir. I was born and raised right here in Corpus Christi. Uh, I grew up with a lot of friends that were commercial fishermen, and uh, it's just a big family community in where I grew up in Flower Bluff um, I just it's my passion I love absolutely love fishing I love taking people putting them on fish the way they light up when you catch a fish for your first time or your hundredth time it's the same way or several thousands the time because <laughs> I found myself smiling a lot this morning let me tell you yeah we had a good time it was it was pretty fun we, we caught a mess of fish we did one of the things i appreciate about having now spent time with you is that you fish for fish yes sir i mean they're they're guys who are dead serious about this particular species or that particular species and all that's fine but i like to catch fish i like to eat fish so yes yes that's that's my deal uh, and it works very, very well for me, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> I'd say it worked extremely well for and, uh, you. Yeah, girl. For, for us this morning. Yes. I, I, oh, yes. You know, I tell people, I said, every time I go somewhere, I always learn something. And, and uh, we'd, we'd fish for flounder just a little bit. You were telling me about, you grew up fishing for flounder, but then you started yes, kind of looking into some research on why they're where they are when they are there. Yeah, that was... It took me many years to figure out that there was actual flounder run in November. And once I was old enough to figure that out and the internet came around where I could actually <laughs> do some research, uh, flounder, they, they spawn in the wintertime. So they leave out in November all the way up until, you know, mid, mid December. They don't have swim bladders. So when the, their migration is to go spawn offshore, and the water depth has to be a hundred foot to be able to push the eggs out. To have sufficient pressure, pressure I guess. Right? Pressure, pressure on them to push it out. And I just was dumbfounded by that. I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And now I know why they migrate and what time and what the purpose is. I never knew that before. So you mentioned that, like where we are here, we're out of, uh, really out of uh, the Corpus Christi area, in south of Corpus Christi, kind of on the, the, the Laguna Madre here. When, when would be the best time to fish for, like, flounder? Somebody were interested, you know, in, in trying to catch some flounder. In my experience, November is the absolute best time to fish for them. That being said, this year, the Texas Parks and Wildlife has closed our fishery for keeping flounder and they have closed it for commercial fishing as well for flounder the whole month of November up through the 14th of December. Also on the other hand, summertime is a great time to catch flounder. The way you're gonna fish for them is any of the inlets, get close to a drop off or anything like that. And I, my favorite time is June. I love June fishing for flounder. I've caught some of my biggest flounder in June. I I'll mean, be darned. That's and the way you find flounder, moving water, structure, 
and bait the way you find any other type of fish. Kind of basic, isn't it? It's very basic. <laughs> if you know what you're looking for. Yes, yes it is. Uh, th this this bay, uh, and it, it is a huge bay. It's kind of like, a, uh, it's called the Laguna Madre for the most part. It's not a very deep bay, is it? No, sir. Not at all. I would say if I had to guesstimate, probably 90% of our bay system is under five foot of water. And then I would say probably 85 to 90% of that is less than two foot. Really? So it's yes. a very productive kind of a yes. bay, isn't it? Yes, and it's, it's affected very much by weather. Very much by weather. And I mean, that water will cool off it, a day, it'll drop 10 degrees. Really? Yes, you get a real hard northern. I mean, for an example, this past week, it was 78 degrees. Right. We got a front end last Saturday, Friday evening, Saturday morning, and now it's right at 70. And it's coming up now because we've had high pressure, clear skies, lots right. of sunshine. A lot of sunshine. So it, it, it's probably around 72 degrees at, at this moment. You know, we heard so much about fish kills and all that kind of thing this past winter here, particularly in this area of Texas where the temperatures dropped well below freezing to stay that way up for a long time. Yes, yes. But you were telling me too that uh, we, where we lost some fish, there are some maybe some pretty decent changes that occurred because of it as well too. Yes, I mean, Mother Nature has a way of taking care of herself. Um, we lost a lot of fish. I know the South Padre fishery lost over 90% of their trout. And that hurts the guides especially, right. you know. Um, Texas Park did their part and cut our bag limits down this year for numerous months to help rebound that population. That being said, as well, on the other hand, our shrimping industry has been phenomenal this year. I don't, I mean, I don't know if it goes hand in hand, but the way I look at it and what I think is the nutrients from all the fish dying and in in the in our ecosystem just made our shrimp and our crabs all our crustaceans flourish this year i've seen more big crabs and more big shrimp this year than i've seen ever in my life and it just it, it it's it's awesome you know, that's that's really interesting because you mentioned the nutrients. I get tickled sometimes because I'll hear or read something about uh, a huge oil spill. And I have been up in the Valdez area of, of Alaska, and where that oil spill occurred, that's the most nutrient-rich area in the world when it comes to anything having to do with sea life. And with these animals that died here, it, as you said, it put a tremendous amount of nutrients in. And then, too, you mentioned that in certain areas, it took out a lot of trout. Now, trout probably are pretty good predators on those small shrimp as well, too. So it may have kind of been, that may have been a secondary thing that, that saved some of the shrimp. But at the same time, it had to be something to do with the nutrients. Otherwise, that would not have happened. Yes, I totally 100% agree with that. Interesting. And I'm not a scientist. I'm just a fisherman. But I can tell you from firsthand experience, I have seen... A tremendous rebound in our fishery. The redfish this year, it was non-stop. I mean, our speckled trout, we still caught trout. We just didn't keep them. And we all, most of the guide community did our part 
to release more and more trout. And right. we're still doing that. Even though we, we could have sat here and caught a hundred oh, yeah. keeper trout. Yeah. You yeah. know, we kept a few for dinner and let the rest go. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. And the, the beauty of the fish that we did catch, you talk about being in top notch oh, physical condition. They are just tanks. And even, you know, we caught several small red fish. They were kind of the same way. I mean, well, they were fish that we caught, actually, when you looked at it. <laughs> and, and my gosh, you talk, you like catching fish that fight these down here. It's just been absolutely a fantastic fishing trip for all the different species. Now, how many, how many different, this morning we fished for about, about three hours, maybe, altogether, serious yeah. fishing. And we we caught numerous, 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 numerous fish, but we caught several different species too, didn't we? Yes, sir. We uh, we caught a few quote unquote what we would call trash fish. But yeah. That comes along with the territory, but most of our fish were all game game fish species. We caught black drum. We caught redfish. We caught speckled trout. We caught uh, one big sheephead. We tried to fish for flounder. That didn't work out for us. I know they're here. Absolutely. Um, we also caught, as far as on the other side of what we would call uh, just trash fish, not something to take home to eat. We caught ladyfish, and we caught perch and piggy perch. Yes. I was impressed with the ladyfish because the ones that I've caught in the past were maybe 10 inches long. <laughs> yeah, these ones were <laughs> these, these, these had some size. You talk about, we had a couple of them that I, I was, they must have cleared the water by three feet, if and, not more. Oh yeah, at least. It was awesome. That, yeah, you're right. That is so awesome. Now, the fisheries down here is, is changing too, because uh, when I was a little kid, I remember reading about people who were catching a goodly number of tarpon down in this area. And you were mentioning that to some extent, the tarpon is starting to come back here. Yeah, I've noticed in the last couple of years down uh, down here in Baffin Bay, they've become more prevalent. And a lot of, I don't know if it could be because there's more people fishing or anything like that, yeah. but more fishing guides are actually catching them. Not so much targeting them, but as a right. bycatch, they're catching them. Um, I have personally seen them swimming around, and you know I've tried catching them, I haven't done it. Right. But I've had guide friends that have send me pictures and show me pictures and they're not big i know i know back in like the the 40s and 50s they were catching monster tarpon down there. oh yeah and you know but we're catching tar tarpon yeah i've seen yeah I've, i mean I've, we're catching people are catching tarpon catching think tarpon about that and snook i've i've had a, my friends catch snook down in baffin bay and that's like wow we're getting that much better in our fishery we're taking care of it a little bit better it's rebounding back from gill netting for thousands thousands and thousands of pounds of fish right you know it's i've seen it grow it's both uh, a good and a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> there's more there's more fishing pressure but that means there's more business that's right so i i don't know what to say about that it's just <laughs> It's it's well, both the double-edged sword there. It, it, it is. But, you know, you and I were talking about, I know you like to hunt as well, too, but 
you know, to me, it's not so much about the size of what you catch or the number of fish that you catch. To me, it has a lot to do with, with being outside. This morning, when we first started, this bay was glass. No, yes. You, you could not see where the, had it not been for some obstacles, you could not see where sea and, and sky met. I mean, it was that smooth kind of thing. So to me, that's all part of, of, of a fishing trip. You know, it's not just about catching. It's learning about the fish and it's with people that you're with and telling stories. Yeah. And our is telling hunting stories and, <laughs> and uh, talking bad about it. Not really bad, but in, in a manner of speaking, talking a little bit of trash about friends of ours, too. Oh, They're mutual friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's, a, that's a, a really big part of it. Is there a particular fish that you personally really like to fish for? I mean, if you're when you're not guiding, is there something that you go, my gosh, this is my favorite thing to do? Not really. See, I, I like I, the way I fish is the way I fish. I love fishing. Yes. I, I am tickled to death to go into freshwater and catch the smallest crappie <laughs> or the littlest perch, or I'm tickled to death to go out to the beach and fish for sharks and catch a 12-foot fish. Yes, sir. It makes any no difference to me as long as I'm on the water enjoying my life exactly the outdoors the camaraderie it's wonderful it's my favorite thing in the world I can it, it's so obvious <laughs> <laughs> when I met you this morning you were smiling and from what I heard that's, you'd, you'd be smiling the whole time and I think we have all the way through this fishing trip this morning we're going to cut this a little bit short because we got to get in. We got I'm sitting on a box full of fish here that we need to get in and, and uh, get filleted and, and uh, kind of hid that way. Seth, how's the best way for people to get in touch with you? And, and I will, before we, I'll preface this way, if you think you like saltwater fishing, if you've done it all your life, you've never done it, or it's something you, you, you're really kind of looking forward to, this is the guy you want to go with. I mean, you're going to have fun. We are having fun even when their fish weren't biting every two minutes because there are very few times where there was a time where we didn't have fish on every two minutes. But if we're to stretch a little bit longer, I can tell you, you're still going to have a great time. So how do they get in touch with you to come down here to go fishing with you? So the best way to get a hold of us is through our Facebook page, which is Foulmouth Outdoors. If you look us up on Facebook, it's Foul Mouth CC. And that's F-O-W-L-M-O-U-T-H-C-C. -C. Okay. Foul Mouth CC, just like the bird. <laughs> uh, on our page, we have all our information, have our phone numbers, QR codes, all that stuff. Um, we also have TikTok, and we have Instagram, which is Foul Mouth Outdoor CC. And uh, that go the same goes for TikTok. Right. Okay. So they there there's no excuse for them not to get in touch with no, you. Or they can no. probably even Google foul mouth CC or foul mouth fishing or anything like that. And I got a feeling get in touch <laughs> with you as well too. Yes. And you do want to visit his Facebook page, folks. I'll tell you, it, it, it's amazing the fish that they catch and the variety that he catches and. Again, if you ever have been interested in fishing saltwater, particularly here in Texas, there's nobody better than this guy right here. So please get in touch with him. And, and uh, I know you're going to have a great time whether you catch a fish or not, but I, I will tell you, i got a really good feeling you're going to catch a bunch of fish. So, Captain Seth, thank you very much for letting me spend a little time with you this morning. I'll, I'll look forward to somewhere down in the future our paths crossing again, and, and uh, maybe then we'll find a... I don't care whether we find those flat fish or not. We'll just go have a good time. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Larry. It's been my pleasure.
pleasure's all mine. I've had a great time. I, I appreciate your company. <laughs> y'all join us. Y'all join Captain Seth down here and go fishing with him. And you can join us right back here next week on DSC's Campfires. We'll see you next week, folks. Thank you. Thanks for joining us around the campfire. To leave a comment or suggestion for an upcoming episode, go to Instagram at Larry Wysoon Outdoors. Please join me right here next week for another DSC's Campfires. DSC Campfires with Larry Wysoon has also been brought to you by the Texas Wildlife Association. Working for tomorrow's wildlife today. TRHP Outdoors, Kenetrek Boots for the trails less traveled, Boyt, the finest in hunting gear, Pyramid Air for all things air gun, and Ripcord, Rescue Travel Protection.